Welcome to the After Hours Entrepreneur, where you're going to learn how to create better content in less time and turn that attention into income. I'm Mark Savant. Let's start the show. What is up? Thrilled to have you here today. We're talking all about ways to improve the quality of your podcast. This is something I've been thinking a lot about recently, and we went really deep in our clubhouse room, we went for about two hours and we absorbed so many different great ways that you can improve the quality of your podcast. And today I'm going to recap very briefly some of my top tips, top takeaways from this episode. And if you want to listen to the full unedited, unabridged clubhouse room link below, make sure you click that and listen to it and let me know your thoughts. I'd love to hear from you and hit me up at contact at marksavantmedia.com. Again, links below. Cool. So let's get into 11 different ways that you can improve the quality of your podcast production. Let's go. Now, actually, before I get into all of the tips, let me just first say that quality control is something that me and my team are starting to really focus on as we work with more clients and we let more people in to these procedures. Quality control has been a big part of it. And for everyone on YouTube, you can see right behind me, we're building out a whole new project workflow for clients, and I'm so excited about it. And again, a lot of this is because quality of production is very important. We help you create better content in less time. So again, gonna lay down 11 different things that I really thought were huge from this clubhouse room. Okay, so let's get right back into this episode. So the first tip that was shared was go to different events, collaborate with other creators, try out the new technology, meet new people, network, and learn. Events are a great place to level up your game, level up the quality of your production. Another seemingly obvious thing is to level up the quality of your hardware, level up your equipment, and when I think about this, there's different things that I think you should consider. I think getting a decent mic is a huge improvement. That's definitely something you should consider. And I'll put a link below to the mic that I use. And I'm really happy with it because not only does it give you a USB connection, but it also gives you an XLR. So it's super simple to use with something like a laptop, but also really effective with a piece of hardware like a Rodecaster, which is another piece of hardware that I'm a huge fan of. Really, at the beginning and at the end of the day, when you're creating content for the web, you want to focus primarily on the quality of your audio. The video and the lighting comes next, but focus on the quality of your audio first. Another big piece of hardware can be your webcam. A, an improved webcam is a big deal. Going from a 720p, like almost standard definition, to a 1080p or even a 4K webcam will dramatically improve the quality of your show and the quality of your video. So now that you've actually picked up some great hardware, what do you actually do with it? How do you actually use it? And my recommendation is try different settings. Know your mic. There's different types of microphones that are meant for different purposes. Some microphones pick up an entire room, for example. Some pick up sound that's five feet in front of it. Some are meant to pick up and isolate the sound of your voice, which is in my opinion, probably the best type of microphone to start with. And learning your, the placement of your mouth to the microphone. As you can see here, I recommend your, well, again, it depends on your microphone, but for me and the microphones I typically recommend, which are dynamic cardioid mics, you wanna have your mouth in a still position. It's the same distance, a consistent distance from the microphone, not pointed directly at the microphone because that can tend to pop your P's and, and S's and T's but just kind of glancing right past it. Um, and you want to keep the microphone as close to your mouth as possible. 
Okay. Uh, well, not as close to your mouth. You don't want to be eating a microphone. That's not a good look for anybody. Um, I'll leave it at that. But you want to stay about four to six inches, about one fist away from the microphone is your target. Now, it's also important that as you're speaking, you're aware of what your audio decibel levels are. You don't want to have clipping audio. Now, what clipping audio means is that you're talking too loudly and it's distorting the audio experience, right? And you generally, you can see this very simply played out by looking at your screen and seeing where does it go red. And anything above that red is, is basically not going to be able to be uh, heard properly. So you want to make sure you're at the right decibel level audio in don't be clipping. So we talked about hardware. And it's also important that you have the right software. And I think that a lot of people when they're starting out a podcast an interview style podcast, you're going to be using something like zoom or Skype uh, program that you're familiar with that everybody knows, but I would really encourage you to consider using a program that is designed for podcasting specifically. The program that I recommend and I use for my interviews is called Riverside.fm. It gives you a very high quality video and audio file on both sides. Uh, it's recorded locally and I'm going to keep it really clear for you. Basically what that means, is it gives you a really high quality audio and video experience. And again, the better your content going into editing, uh, the better the content that comes out. Okay. So Riverside is a great program. I've got a link below that's going to give you not only a free trial, but if you use the password friends of Mark, that's friends of Mark, you're going to get $10 off when you actually do start paying for the service. All right. So this is a great way that you can both help me because I have an affiliate link below, like I said, but also you can help you improve the quality of your show for like 10 bucks, 15 bucks a month. It is well worth every dollar spent. Obviously, another way you can level up your show and improve the quality of your show is improving the quality of your guests. You can definitely tell the difference in expertise when you bring different guests onto your show. So keep leveling up and keep bringing on guests that uh, are a well known and understand how to communicate in this digital world, but also guests that you're really curious about. I find that those make the best interviews. They're going to make the most organic and compelling interviews is bringing on people that you're actually curious about, interested about, and are doing something that you find intriguing or innovative because when you bring them on and you're picking their brain, people get to listen in. And again, I find those to be the most compelling. So level up your guests and bring in on guests that you're very curious about, genuinely curious about. This might sound obvious, but the better your show preparation is, the better the quality of the content is going to be. And you can go to any degrees from buying and reading someone's book to maybe listening to a podcast episode to maybe watching a YouTube video. It depends. But I do like going into any podcast episode being prepared. The better prepared you are, the better the quality of the interview and the better the quality of the content on the back end is going to be. Now, listen, this also applies not just to interviews, but to solos, making sure before you even record that you're prepared and have an understanding of what you're trying to accomplish and what that video or audio is going to be about. Being prepared, very important. Make sure you're prepped, right? Sounds simple. Speaking of preparation, I am kind of perpetually preparing during the interview. Wow, that's a lot of peas. And what I mean by that is I just jot down brief notes during interviews and during conversations that help keep the quality clean. Another great way to level up the quality of your show and your production is to outsource. There's gonna be certain things that other people can do better, whether that's editing graphics or video or audio, outsource tasks to people that can do it better than you. Checklists are a big deal as well. Make sure that you're creating checklists for all your systems and your processes. That'll make sure that you don't forget key steps or you make sure that the right microphone is set up. So make checklists. This will make your life a lot easier. 
And the last great tip I think is to listen to your audience. The more you listen to your audience and the more that you give your audience what they need to succeed, the better your show is going to perform, the better the quality of your show. So again, that's something I've been really focused on. I'm really focusing on moving forward. And I'm so thrilled that you're a part of that. Make sure that you drop a comment and you leave a review because I really want to know, I really want to hear from you what you like about the show. And, and frankly, I want to hear what you don't like. All right. So you can connect with me either in the comments for all you YouTubers. You can hit me up on Instagram at, at Mark Savant Media. You can uh, connect with me in a lot of different places. But at the end of the day, this show is for you. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. And click the link below so you can listen to the full unedited version because there were some phenomenal speakers sharing some phenomenal tips. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Go out, create something amazing. This is Mark Savant signing off. Peace.